This is High Dime Anxiety Podcast. Welcome to the space devoted to speaking your mind about the times, from what's relevant in the now and way back when. Join me with guests to expect a frequency like no other. Are you ready? Because I am. It's Jada Diamond. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of High Dime Anxiety Podcast. I'm your girl, Jada Diamonds, here basically to talk about our new reality. Is this our new reality? So I just got finished doing um, a really great home workout. I did 35 minutes of cardio brought to you by this guy named David. He does a great Zumba class on Thursday nights at Jackie Robinson Art Gallery in downtown Memphis. But of course, you know, we are quarantined now. So he offered a Zoom of the actual class where he was in his house and it was 75 of us on our um, computers in our home doing the Zoom class from home and it was great. Well, it was good for me for about 30 minutes. I could keep up for about 30 minutes, but he was doing some serious dance moves that your girl just, you know, couldn't get the hang of. So I checked out at about 35 minutes and then I went into... um, lower body workouts up on YouTube. One of my favorite YouTubers, I was doing her um, her lower body workouts. I can't think of her name right now, but I'll put her in the show notes. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about being um, in or on quarantine due to the coronavirus. And I wanted to speak on um, this possibly being our new reality. So in light of the recent news, I have literally done everything from home and I've only left the house today. Today being my first time leaving and running like numerous errands. And I'm starting to realize after doing the exercise that this very well might be our new reality for a while because All of the other cities have been already under emergency and really under strict orders to stay at home. We've just now been getting, or we've just now got down here in Memphis, Tennessee, the order from Mayor Strickland that we need to um, be advised to do the same thing. Um, He is saying that there are 10 confirmed cases here of the coronavirus There's about 150 people who are sick and under observation to see if it is the coronavirus. And he has now ordered for restaurants, bars, and and, um, gyms to close their doors um, temporarily until we can figure out what's going on here. And so I have been telling my friends that are on my social media, you know, take this seriously. I know that the fact that we live kind of removed from society a little bit. I mean, I know we're in society, but for my listeners, you know what I'm trying to say. I think that because we live in the South, certain mindsets make people think that, oh, well, we just live in Memphis, Tennessee. Like, we're not New York. We're not California. We're not San Francisco. We're not Italy. But 
We are the same as everybody else. If humans live here, we need to treat this thing exactly the same as everyone else in all other parts of the world. And so now things are getting extremely real for us now that this has happened. And I think that people have been waiting to get a message like this to start taking things seriously. And so for me, I have been taking it serious since I heard of it being in Wuhan, honestly. Because it's just like Ebola and SARS and all those other things, but it was on a larger scale because of how easily humans were being infected. Like, like this, this shit, like coughing. Like it's like literally, if you get coughed on, or if you cough in your hand, and you just so happen to be like in close proximity of someone else, you can get the virus. And so I took it serious from then on. So yeah, just taking all that in stride and honing in on the fact that me and my daughter and my boyfriend are going to be up in this house, like legit in the house, doing everything from home, only leaving for a little bit of fresh air in the park and for groceries when we run out, if there's any groceries, um, which they haven't, it hasn't been looking terrible because of the type of foods that we eat. So when we go, we pretty much found things that we needed aside from meat. I eat meat, my daughter eats meat, but my boyfriend doesn't eat meat. So there hadn't been really any meat, but there's plenty of fresh produce and it looks extremely fresh. And they had, you know, things that we like, such as regular rice and jasmine rice and stuff like that. So it's, it's not that terrible here. But anyway, but there's no tissue, though. Of course, there isn't any tissue. But I'm just really thinking that I'm about to be, you know, in my house, doing things from my house, hopefully being able to teach my students from my house. I do need a break, but at some point, they need to continue learning until the end of the school year. And how it looks, in my opinion, we might not even be going back to school on April 6th, like they say. Um, so, yeah, that's just something to think about. And so I woke up this morning um, pretty motivated to start my day. I got up and did my normal, tried to do my normal routine, which is I get a Starbucks cold brew coffee before I go um, to work. So I got up. As soon as I woke up, I brushed my teeth, washed my face, and uh, went and got my coffee. And then I came home, cleaned up the kitchen, made breakfast, and just tried to get on with the day uh, as normal as possible. And it helped a little bit. Well, actually, it helped a lot. I feel really good today. I feel like we've been very, um, had an eventful day, even though there isn't much to, to look forward to doing because there's nothing that you want to do because you don't want to get sick. So I took to social media and I just started asking questions. My first question that I decided to ask was, how is everyone feeling today and are you quarantining or not? Just to see like who is taking things seriously. So I have numerous um, responses. One of my friends said that her kids are being quarantined, but of course she has to leave the house to go to work, which I do understand that, you know, a lot of us aren't as lucky as some. But also, she doesn't live in Memphis either. There's a few that answer that don't live in Memphis. She actually lives in Texas. So hopefully her job isn't as far away as it is um, as at from her house, hopefully. Hopefully her job, you know, allows her to work from home. That's what my mom is hoping. She's hoping that her job goes ahead and lets her get a laptop and just stay safe in her house. 
Um, my sister responded and said that she is feeling aware of the situation and knows that it is serious. However, she is at work only because the restaurant has not closed down yet. A couple of people said that they are doing both quarantining and they are getting out of the house. And then um, one of my friends said that she is bored and the quarantine is driving her insane. I can agree with that to a certain extent. And my brother says that he is out of the way or he is out of the house, but out of people's way as well. So that's a bit of what's going on here in Tennessee. You know, we're all we're all trying our best, you know, trying our best and doing our doing what we can do here. Another question that I asked was, is your job making or is not the job question, but the, uh, the main question I really want to know was, is um, I can't get it together. Hold on. Has anyone been getting ridiculous emails about the COVID-19? And somebody says, yes, from all of the stores encouraging us to shop online, they probably are trying to say or trying to get their money before the world ends. Um, I, I've been getting COVID-19 um, emails from some of the most random people ever. Um, it's, just, it's just crazy. This is just taking over all of us. And I feel like the ones who... The ones who are who are struggling with how to feel about things and how to understand and make sense of what's going on are the millennials. Um, not even children. Not even, what do you call the ones above the millennials? How, let me look it up real quick. See, this is a time where I need a co-host so they can talk to y'all while I find some or do some research. Um, and I don't have a co-host yet. No one wants to commit. Um, everyone keeps flogging me out. So I'm going to <laughs> so I'm going to do this by myself for right now until I can get, you know, some great co-hosts on. They don't even have to be permanent. I'm just really looking to expand my brand and come and let people talk on my platform who I admire and who are doing great things. All right, so what I'm putting here in Google is trying to figure out who comes before the millennials. All right, so as I was saying, so we have the millennials. So millennials are also known as Generation Y. That is us who are born between the years of 1981 and 1996. All right, so if you were born between... 81 and 96, you are a millennial. All right. The ones before the millennials are Generation X, 1965 to 1980. They're taking this pretty okay because, like I'm saying, they're listening and they're taking heed to everything that the news is telling us to do, I think, because of their older, you know, they've been here longer and they're older and they've seen some things. So those of us who are millennials, we kind of don't, don't know what to do. 
All right. This the that's most of us who are constantly on social media showing our beautiful faces and showing off our outfits and ooh, look at me and my new shoes. No one gives a fuck about that anymore because guess what? People are dying. There's a virus on the loose and it doesn't give a damn who who it attacks. All right, she going to kill your ass and she going to kill you too and she's going to make you sick and she going to sit you down. And so a lot of millennials are the ones who are just going stir crazy right now and can't just for the life of them understand why the fuck they have to sit down for a while and just chill the fuck out. So that's what I'm noticing. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm noticing and that's what I'm beginning to realize. Um, But all of the Generation X and our friends who are the baby boomers, They have all of the patience in the world. They're relaxing. They're reading a book, reading the news, listening to podcasts, uh, watching their favorite TV shows. And they're just relaxing and understanding that this is um, has been foreshadowed or foretold or they've seen it before with all the other things. You know, take take um, when AIDS came out. Okay, it was known as the gay disease and gay cancer, but at the same time, no one knew who was going to get it. So they've seen AIDS, they've seen Ebola, they've seen SARS, um, they've seen a lot of things, and I think that they know how this is going to go, and they understand that it, things are going to get um, worse before they get better, but there is a silver lining, and I think that millennials probably need to sit down and do a little research and just, you know... Netflix and chill and understand that you know nature has to run its course and we'll be back on the straight and narrow before we know it now in other news I'm just I'm I'm worried about the economy I'm worried about the economy all of the different types of plans that I have decided or started to make for myself and how everything's going to fit in now and what things are going to look like a month six months to even a year from now Um, Those are the things that I'm constantly thinking about and constantly just that are constantly on my mind. How is education going to look? Because not a lot of the children that I teach have access to technology. I'm just going to keep it 100% legit real. Um, For the most part, I have 100%. So let's go take a detour right now and let's take it down to the educational realm. I have this app called Class Dojo. And so a lot of parents, Class Dojo is world renowned. It's used all around the world. A lot of parents, a lot of schools rely heavily on Class Dojo. So I have Class Dojo and I have 25, I mean, I have 21 students in my class. All 21 students are signed up. Their parents get notifications to their cell phones or whatever they use for the app. Now, just because the parents are signed up does not mean that they're going to interact. I've seen this a million times before. I uploaded a video on that Friday before we went or the Thursday. Well, Friday for me, the kids didn't have to come to school on um, Thursday, um, March 13th. So I uploaded a video and I got, let me check on it. It was just a video explaining. I gave everybody in my class a packet, a math packet and an ELA packet because there was so much uncertainty in the air. We didn't know when we were coming back. So just for them to be practicing and working on skills that they have that they have been taught so far. 
So it's about a five minute long video explaining that my expectations um, are the same, no matter if you are in my classroom or at home. And so I got seven views out of 21 parents and one parent liked the video. So you see how what I'm trying to say or with with these statistics is I don't know what virtual school is going to look like in my district, in my city, at my school. Um, I'm watching these videos on CNN. I watched CNN last night. And there was this one teacher on there, and she was like, you know, my school, we've been prepared for something like this for, for a very long time now. I don't even want to pull the race card, but at the end of the day, come on, white, 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 okay? I don't teach not a one lick of a white child. Every child in my school is black, aside from Three Latino Americans and two Asians. That's how much. There's, there's 280 kids that go to my school. I know all of the kids that are in my school. And so everyone isn't afforded the same chances and opportunities. So I think that what's going to happen in my district, um, and this has not been, um, this hasn't been said, this hasn't been told yet. None of this, but this is what, how I feel and what I think is going to happen. I think that the district is going to have to um, waive the 180-day classroom instruction policy. Um, I think that they're going to have to waive the TCAP scoring. They're going to have to waive teacher evaluations, student growth evaluations, and they're going to have to wrap it up and call it a year because of this emergency. Now, this is just what I think. This is not what I know, but this is what I'm expecting that's going to happen in the next few days we're going to get, or maybe in the next few weeks, we're going to get a big announcement saying that we're going to call it a year and let bygones be bygones, and we're going to just pick back up where we left off um, 2020-2021 school year because everything is in disarray. And the main thing to figure out right now is socially where we're going to be in saving those lives. Um. So, yeah, this is our new reality, or is this our new reality? Is this our new normal? What should we do next? Figure out how to cope, understanding how to work from home, how to prioritize. These are all the things that I feel like I'm going to have to like come on here and discuss. Maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe Tuesdays, Thursdays. I don't know, but I have a lot to say, have a lot to talk about. And as of right now, as a community, as a whole, we have a lot of things that we have to get through together. So I am here and I'm ready and I'm really excited. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to this podcast. Once again, it's Jada Diamonds here. Thank you for listening to High Dime Anxiety. And I'll put a whole bunch of links of things to find me. All the statistics that I discussed today, all of that will be in the show notes. Shelby County, Assessor, Mayor Strickland. I mean, all of that stuff will be in the show notes because I'm trying to figure out things just like y'all. And I know that a lot of my listeners don't or won't even live in Memphis, Tennessee, let alone Shelby County. So you might want to know what's going on here because I definitely want to know what's going on in other places. So, yeah, just to stay on top of all that stuff. And I know that I'm new, but that doesn't mean that you cannot write this podcast. 
podcast and leave a comment, good or bad. I don't care. I want to know. So thank you guys again for listening and I'll see you or listen to you or talk to you in my next podcast. Oh. <sighs>